For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. Hey folks, Tony Segretto here. You know, since day one, Catholic Health Services has been part of old school. And since we've started letting people know about them, it's changed their lives. You see, Catholic Health Services, while being recognized as one of the top places for stroke rehab in the country, it's also about a group of people who not just excel in what they do, from the doctors to the nurses to the therapists, on and on and on. It's how they do what they do every single day that separates them from the pack. They do it with a passion, unmatched, and the inclusion of family in every step of the process. Trust me when I tell you this. If you want the best unmatched rehab with a special group of skilled, caring people, there is truly only one place, and that one place is Catholic Health Services. And welcome to another edition of After Hours with Defoe and Luby. Jeff DeForest, Michael Luby, Lubitz with you here on Believe. And you better believe. I, I'm wondering, uh, Michael Luby, Lubitz, what you think about this. Uh, of course, the British Open got underway today, now known as just the Open, still to many, will always be referred to as the British Open. And uh, how pretentious is that? Huh? <laughs> Whose idea was this? The Queen? Well, uh, let's just call it the Open. <laughs> Forget about it, Peter Ellis. Breath, right? I mean, uh, exactly. tuft of wind has blown his ball slightly offline. So pretentious. Yep. The uh, Brits uh, about their uh, tournament here. And, and it's played on a Lynx horse, which is a completely different layout than anything that we were accustomed to seeing. One of my favorite aspects of it is there are no trees. So if you were playing out there, you're not going to get that usual ricochet rabbit shot that you hit off the tee where you hear, Psh, thwack, <laughs> thwack. And the balls, you know, ricocheting around in the woods there as if uh, you had just uh, launched it into a pinball machine. Uh, you don't have any of that there. So uh, it's wide open turf for the pros, although treacherous, if your ball is indeed slightly offline. Exactly. You can end up, uh, you know, in a sinkhole, not even a bunker. <laughs> like it's a street. <laughs> Houses are collapsing as you hit your ball into the sand. It's kind of crazy. But um, how much money do you think will go up in smoke? With Tiger Woods in this tournament, because uh, the Brits love to send it in. I mean, oh, uh, everywhere you go is a betting parlor. You walk yep. into a delicatessen, man, you're, you're able to chunk it in on, uh, you know, one of the soccer teams there, right? Give me Manchester United for 200 uh, pounds there, please. And two pounds of bologna. <laughs> no, they're crazy, man. I mean, I, I'll never forget. And, and I have a poster in uh, my sort of man cave uh, where, where we do a lot of our broadcasting from. Uh, obviously, you guys can't see it, but uh, you can catch the visual. Yep. If you uh, log on and subscribe to, please, our channel, South Florida Live, where yes, you can sir. catch us uh, in our full splendor. I mean, this is after hours, and it literally is that, because uh, 7 to 9 Eastern and archived on South Florida Live and, and YouTube, uh, Facebook also live, you can catch uh, our program, The Defoe Show, with Mike Luby Lubitz. And we have a heck of a lot of fun uh, each and every day. 
uh, on the program. So uh, we would suggest you go there if you want more of this stuff. But uh, the British Open is one, one of my favorites, uh, you know, and naturally I got involved in golf betting. Uh, I would say what? I mean, I've been doing this for several years. Uh, we've had our share of success. I mean, the good thing about golf betting is that one minor score in, in terms of uh, risking a small amount of money can put you in the black for years, actually, which is kind of where I stand <laughs> with this. Uh, after we hit on Martin Keimer, uh, and that was uh, just a uh, straight up, uh, it was a $20 bet to win 900 on Martin Keimer. Now, I also uh, made a score uh, with uh, Jordan Spieth in the British Open. Keimer had won the uh, U.S. Open, and we were looking for the nondescript European schmink who, who could come out of the woodwork there that might have been rounding back into form, and he led wire to wire. I mean, it was just a thing of beauty. He was up like seven shots after the first round and uh, won it in a runaway, uh, winning by 10 shots, and never did anything since, right, Martin Keimer? Although he is on the live tour, so that's the last piece of attention he got was that he was sucking Saudi blood money. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Not exactly a particularly flattering light they were painting these live tour guys in. And uh, whatever you think of that, uh, you know, they're, they're very much involved. Uh, many of the live tour guys are, are involved now in the British Open because they're able to play these, play these major championships, at least for now, until they come up with some rule and say, you know, we don't want to allow these bastards anywhere near St. Andrews. Um, but uh, Tiger Woods is going to be involved here. Golf betting is fascinating. Uh, I would imagine Tiger's odds, I, I think they're like 60 to 1 or something like that, Luby. Uh, and, and there probably still are believers, just like, I mean, we have Trump followers still, disciples to this day, uh, that, uh, you know, don't believe any of this stuff was real, that don't even think anybody showed up at the Capitol building on January 6th. What? What riot? I don't see nothing. <laughs> Guys that literally, like, have, like, moose heads on their head uh, with horns and antlers, and they're crashing through the windows and... You know, we're making a mess of the offices there, and they're threatening to hang the vice president. And, uh, you know, there, there were still people that believed, like, like nothing happened. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. <laughs> it's crazy. Uh, and now, now at 60 to 1, are you putting any money on Tiger Woods oh, no, to no. win the tournament? No. Win the tournament. Yeah, that's my thing. Is 60 to 1 is not enough for him to win. I don't – him making the yeah. cut to me is always impressive at this stage, let alone, like, trying to win. Like, that, that's a crazy expectation. This, this looks like something he could do well at, though. I, I, I could see why he wanted to uh, get in there. And he also, uh, you know, he, he, he practiced like more than he usually does for these events. He, he shot nine holes uh, prior to the Masters and, and the uh, U.S. Open that he was in. I guess it was the PGA that he was in. And then uh, he skipped the U.S. Open. Uh, and uh, he, he's, he's planning for this because I think he can – he can kind of like, uh, you know, stick and move around this golf course and knows it very well. He loves it. And he's won there. Uh, he's won there before. So yeah, twice. 60 to one, not enough, huh? Tiger. I mean, you would be talking about pulling off one of the sports miracles even bigger than him uh, winning the you know, Masters when he came back and accomplished his 15th uh, major uh, when Nobody thought uh, he had a chance in hell uh, of actually doing it's it. It's just about physical statement so, uh, to me we'll at this point. Like winning that Masters, he hadn't won in a while, and we know he had injury issues, but he hadn't had that crazy car accident, right? Like the crazy yeah. car accident came between. He had had Where mental, he nearly lost his leg. Yeah, yeah. He had had mental and health issues, and he had had drug addiction issues, but yeah. physically nothing had totally ruined him yet. So we weren't. We figured he could hold up over the course of four days. Just could he play his game? 
now, after that car accident where he almost died, I mean, it was one of the craziest car accidents any of us have ever seen. Yeah. It's, all, those all things still are there. Plus, now just physically, can he play four rounds of golf at a high level? And I, I, I don't think so. Like, I think you can get, like you saw with what the Masters, with the U.S. Open, like you can get, or he didn't play the U.S. Open, the Masters, you, where he put it together for like a couple days and he looked, oh, shoot, look at Tiger. And then he fell off because, again, physically he can only yeah. hold up for so long. He wasn't able to sustain it, sure. I mean, and that happens with a lot of the older guys. Yeah, makes uh, sense. You know, the previous champions, and all of a sudden, they, you know, two rounds uh, in, uh, a 78-year-old uh, Tom Watson yeah, exactly. is leading the tournament. <laughs> and, 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 you know, they cave. I mean, they just can't sustain it. Uh, that, that's unfortunate. It happened with Greg Norman, who is persona non grata at this exactly. thing. And uh, that's all part of the whole live tour. They, they denied him a chance to be in the round of champions where they bring out all the former champions and they play like four holes uh, in an exhibition before the tournament, and they wouldn't allow him at the uh, champions' dinner. Uh, either uh, because of uh, his whole affiliation uh, with the Live Tour, which continues to be, I don't know. I mean, how, how controversial can it be after a while? Because nobody's paying any attention to what happens there. That's it. Like nobody gives a flying one about, yep. uh, you know, I almost said a flying fuck about, uh, you know, you can. any of these events that are taking place, except to protest the fact that uh, they uh, are being held to begin with, especially the ones uh, that are going to be held, which I think six of the eight are going to be on U.S. soil where I would imagine these 9-11 protesters are going to follow them around and be at least like a Martha Burke type uh, part of the story every time these guys line up and play. And who cares if Louis Wiesthaisen takes down $5 million for winning the team title? You <laughs> can't watch it anywhere. Yep. Every shot will be of Tiger Woods. They're already showing him for like the 15th time on a practice team. <laughs> he hasn't, he hasn't even taken a swing yet. <laughs> it's great. Now, we love the British Open for a lot of reasons because the courses are absolutely bizarre. Dead flat for the most part uh, in terms of, I mean, you're not climbing up and down mountains, but uh, the undulation on the fairways and the fact that the ball runs forever uh, can lead to a lot of, uh, as uh, Peter Ellis would say, uh, he's in a very treacherous predicament right now as his ball has found its way into a watery grave. And you're like, what the hell are you talking about, Peter? I mean, <laughs> he sculled one into the trees. No, there are no trees. That, that, that's the other thing. The, the rough can be prohibitive. It doesn't look to be, as I'm watching the early action here, and because I'm betting on golf, I actually turned this on at 3 in the morning, Luby, and started watching this. That was uh, partially because I was awakened at that moment out of what seemed to be a very nice dream. Well, a dream. You ever have a dream that you're, you, you've been rooting for and you finally have it? Does that happen? Uh, no, I don't remember my dreams a lot of the time. That's my only problem. Well, because I wake up frequently during the course of the night uh, with the uh, unfortunate habitual, uh, you know, pressure of waking up in the morning to do shows. Yeah. Uh, you know, so I'll wake up a couple of times. And uh, I, anyway, uh, I, I turned this on three in the morning and I, I started watching because I had action on this. And but it, it, the conditions are, are not typical. I mean, uh, th there's very little wind blowing right now. Uh, seem to be, uh, you know, modest temperatures. Uh, you know, guys aren't wearing like overcoats in the stands like you sometimes see when they're playing in Ireland on one of those courses that are on the water there. And even though it's a steel gray day, uh, it, it doesn't seem like it's the ice ball for these guys in, in terms of the conditions. And, and they're knocking uh, the hell out of par and bringing the proverbial uh, St. Andrews course to, no, I mean, they're bringing the course to its proverbial knees is the way I meant to put that, right? Which yes. way they always said about they the blue monster. But but it, don't they need thatch and just hideous <laughs> rough and impossible conditions 
to make this tournament what it should be. I mean, to watch these guys, uh, if they're going to win this thing at like 20 under par, uh, does that not seem uh, like it's a far cry from the kind of British Open activity that you, A, are rooting for and, you know, are accustomed to seeing where, where three over is a good score and, and leads the tournament after one day? I kind of like that when these yes. guys are in uh, constant peril. I don't know why. Cause, cause I like so good. I mean, it's weird. I don't like when it's bad for four straight days. And then it's like, uh, yeah. to the point it's like, look, the reason we love professional athletes is because they do what we can't do. But yes. it is cool once in a while, especially golf, because the golfer golf is such a freaking hard sport just to play, let alone excel at. That is cool to see like a round of them just see Tiger hitting it, hitting cars and like hitting it into yeah. the muck and like hitting people. And then like the tournament, right? Like I like seeing upsets the first couple rounds and then I want to see the greatness rise at the top. Like I like the first round of the British to just be a disaster. And then I like to see Dustin Johnson and Tiger and DeChambeau and Kepka, like, to rise up and show, look, I fought it off, and this is why I'm a pro and you're not, you know, like, but it is fun to mix it up a little bit, see them see them really frustrated and annoyed for, like, at least a round. Oh, I love it. I, I really do. I, I'm with you a thousand percent. I, I want to see Tiger hit a sculling low-line drive that duck hooks its way <laughs> into the type of jeopardy that they need multiple people to come out and make a ruling about how many penalties folks El Tigre is going to have to take. Guys are calling not, in. Not that I'm rooting against Tiger Woods. I, I actually, I wouldn't mind seeing him do well here because uh, he's become a more likable character, hasn't he? I, I don't yeah. know. He, yeah. he seems to have changed his tune a little bit. Uh, do you agree with that? Yes, have you yes. seen that, or do you yes. think it's all a fake like it was the first time? I'm sure it's fake, but whatever. I mean, it, it's fake, and he's at least humble fake. Like, before he was fake and cocky and arrogant, now he's fake and humble, so... I'd rather fake humble. Seems to have a deep appreciation for, uh, you know, uh, the whole... I, I mean, you, you like a guy that, uh, like, is into the history of the game and stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And not just because he was annihilating all of the records yep. uh, for a long period of time and, and will hold many of the records uh, forever yep. in, in terms of... Uh, wh where is he? is he? Is he number one already in tournament wins, or is that still, like, slamming oh. Sammy Sneed yeah, exactly. with 82? Uh, you know, so he's still playing for stuff and distinction. So that was his big point about the live tour that, uh, you know, they're, they're taking all of the history out of the game and they're also uh, forsaking uh, the platform that allowed them to become uh, these world renowned uh, golfers that, that are uh, capable of drawing uh, 120, 200 million in Saudi money just to have you come out there and play a couple of exhibitions, essentially, uh, of 54 holes in, in duration. And that, that's funny. Good this for is you. a, a far it. departure from the concept of growing the game of golf. Did you? It's not to cut you off. Did, taking you, on did challenges. you see this somewhere? Because Tiger is tied with now it's PGA, and I know the U.S. Open is not officially PGA, so I don't know how they do that. But PGA Tour wins all time. Tiger is tied with slamming Sammy Sneed. Sneed with eighty-two, with the exact number you said. So you saw this somewhere. So well, he's only tied Ben with Wright, man. Uh, yeah. <laughs> No, I, I, I mean, look, this is a record that's been out there for a while because uh, he hasn't won for a while. I mean, his last win was the Masters yeah. a couple of years ago. So, uh, you know, what was that? That was uh, Two, three, four years, years ago yeah. that he won the Masters tournament. Like I want to say. So, uh, 2019. be interesting to see what happens. I mean, uh, you got the Live Tour guys in there. They're mixing it up. Uh, a lot of disdain for the Live Tour guys coming from the people that stayed with it and uh, didn't sell their souls to the devil, so to speak. Yeah. Uh, as a lot of people have opined uh, about, uh, you know, the stature of these guys and uh, the whole uh, gutless uh, approach that they have uh, to the game that was so sacred when it came to competition. 
So uh, we'll be following this. Uh, it's always interesting. Uh, you know, we've often said that, uh, you know, and, and it, it really doesn't look this way. And I think it takes away, it diminishes the impact of the tournament to see relatively decent weather to have it contested <laughs> in. And, you know, I, I don't see the, my, you know, just onerous uh, Venus flytrap like, you know, plant life that, that's, uh, you know, guarding the fairways or anything. Guys are driving a green as if it was nothing on par fours. And, uh, you know, they seem to be handling the greens very well, as treacherous as it may be to try to navigate all this undulation that they have on these Lynx courses. They seem to be, uh, you know, just uh, almost radar-esque in their putting so far, even from, like, distances of 100 feet. So scores are super low. Um, it's going to be interesting to see how Tiger navigates his way around the course. Uh, I'm sure uh, you will see every shot featured somewhere. I think Noro Donnell will probably begin to find a chain off. CNN. Even though Russia's exploding missiles in the Ukraine, Roe versus Wade is drawing protests around the universe. And, of course, uh, Joe B is out there uh, meeting with the Saudi government. Uh, it'd be interesting, though. But Tiger Woods will be the yes. uh, number one story tonight on uh, all of the uh, newscasts. So uh, we wish him luck. I hope you guys uh, enjoy the tournament. I have my action. Uh, most of my guys are at least okay so far. So uh, I have not shot myself out of it, I don't think, on nice. the very first day. Although a couple of scores I haven't seen, but uh, but I'm not I'm not in a monster position in a golf pool where you pick one player from seven different columns. So you can't have all of the good guys, yeah. But uh, you can't have enough of them. Uh, we should have taken the two Camerons, Young and Smith. They're atop the leaderboard right now as we speak. Still action going, and uh, some guys haven't even teed off yet. So uh, that's that's our report, right, on the uh, British Open. Think about it. No fog, no nasty, slanting, uh, pouring, driving rain, and uh, the, the assault on par that's uh, being uh, put on display here by the world's greatest golfers is uh, is pretty incredible. They are handling this like it was a miniature golf course so far, which uh, is not usually the case. All right, uh, a lot of fun being with you here on After Hours with Tifo and Luby. Catch our show, South Florida Live. Uh, we'll have our Degenerate Friday edition going tomorrow. So if uh, you're a fan of the program here, I think you'll really enjoy that. The professor has his big board on there. South Florida Live, subscribe to it. You can catch it on Facebook, catch it on YouTube. Yes. And uh, once you become a subscriber, then, uh, you know, that, that's always great for us as well. Because uh, we know who's out there. It, it's yes. always a lot of fun. All right. Uh, thanks for being with us. So we'll see you next time. As uh, we always say, as we make our exit here on Believe no matter what it is you're doing in life, and uh, we had a big full moon this week, so that uh, made for transformational uh, type of behavior for a lot of people like myself. I actually grew more hair on my face. Nice. Uh, and, you know, he heading into what I think is going to be a very good period of time. So no matter what's happening in your life, uh, just keep in mind, you've got to believe. Hey, folks, Tony Segreto here. Let me ask you a question. What do you look for when you go out to eat? Good food, obviously, friendly atmosphere, not too loud, but good energy, reasonable prices, and a place where you feel comfortable. All those ingredients, <laughs> no pun meant there, are hard to find unless you're talking about the Texas Roadhouse. You see, they encompass all of those attributes, really, really good food, amazing atmosphere, good for a family, good for a date, or just a night out for yourself, and prices that will make you extremely happy. Their ribs unmatched, steaks hand cut every day. Everything, and I mean everything, is made on site, including their incredible bread. It's the one day, folks, that you can forget about low-carb diets. Trust me when I tell you, Texas Roadhouse, your restaurant, your destination, when you say, where should we go and eat tonight? Thank you for listening to Believe. 
You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.